Hello, and also with you. I'm Ansu Kama Ryder-Smith, the fifth and penultimate ultimate pen pal to the one golden cormorant. May she free us. Yes. Let's all sing together now. May me my mama. This cleanses our impurities. Thinking about sports, or insects invading our bodies, or clams, which we are forbidden to eat. <laughs> Would you like to learn about the other things we observe? I can hear you, Dusty. Please relax. The gown here is for you, if that makes you feel more comfortable. But please leave it open in the back. My assistant will need to observe you. My name is Dabra. And apply a mud compress. And check your stools for clams. Welcome to the Boca Raton chapter of the Cormatology uh, Science and Industry Building. I'm, I'm glad that you could come in. I'm glad you scheduled this. H- h- how are you feeling today? I'm feeling I'm a little nervous. Um, oh, I'm excited, nervous. though. It's I, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, yeah, so. I'd Listen, just... there's there's no more relaxing place in the United States of America than Boca Raton, Florida. It's proven 100% of the time to be true. Yeah, it's, it is beautiful here. It's really nice. Here, can I get you some coconut water? I would love that. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I drank it all. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, this all is, right. This is part of the test. It's we're, okay. We're already starting. I'm just, yeah. How, if, how did, how did that make you feel when you found out I drank all the coconut water? I was, I was disappointed to be honest. Uh, I, I had hoped that I could get mm. some coconut water. Mm, disappointment. Um, That's an interesting word to use. Yeah. You know, they say that, uh, even major people in history, like let's say, hmm, Garfield. Garfield was disappointed once. How does that make you feel? That makes me feel sad. Um, I, I like Garfield, and I, I don't want to think of Garfield being sad. Good. I see a lot of potential in you already. Now, if you'd like to get in this one-person hammock with me real quick, I'm going to start setting up here. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. God. Oh, this, this, yeah, sorry. This does swing a oof. lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Oof. Oh, sorry. It's, oh, man. Just get situated here. It's, it's like being in a glove with you. But that's what, that's what we want. That's what we want here. It's okay, let very, me very emotionally intimate. Let me let me set up the B movie meter. All right. The, okay, I almost got in place. It's uh, it's not named after B movies. It's actually named after a B movie by Jerry Seinfeld. Um, he's one of oh. our most exceptional, uh, I'd say, leaders in spirituality. Ever since he joined, we've just been skyrocketing since, and a lot of it's based off his philosophies and teachings from B movie. So the meter's named in honor of him. Yeah, just, I love that. I love that movie. That's actually I read about him, and that's how I got into. I know it's into cormorantology. There's no better way, let me tell you, to clear yourself as a human being, and a, a space alien, in my opinion, too. Um, we can get into the reptoids later, but for now, let me just just twist this knob, throw three tennis balls at this. Okay, I think it's on. 
Okay. Okay, once again, how are you feeling? Uh, it's still a little tense. I'm still nervous, but I, I think being in the hammock is um, it is making me a little calmer. Yeah, that's definitely what we want. We want you to feel at peace like you're in the womb, but like a big cloth hammock womb for drunk dads. Um, okay, got okay. The levels seem right. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you about the first memory you have of drinking a big old glass of milk, and I'm going to snap my fingers, and I want to see if you can go deeper each time. Okay. And I'm going to count down from three. Three, two, one. Milk memory. Us, us. I was six years old. Uh, I had a um, Chips Ahoy cookie and a big glass of milk, and I drank, I drank the entire glass. Unacceptable. Three, two, one. Milk memory. I was five and a half. Uh, has a big Better. glass of milk. Uh, we were eating lasagna at the table. Uh, oh, I don't lasagna. like lasagna. I didn't like cheese, but I liked the milk. The milk tasted good, I think. I didn't think we were going to go down this path this quickly, but we're going to the lasagna memory banks. Earliest memory of lasagna. Three, two, one, go. I was I was four years old. Uh, it was a big, big, thick lasagna. You know, when the noodles sort of slide apart, and you, can't, noodles, yeah. you can't get a fork that has all the layers in it, and I didn't like that. Yes. I didn't like it. How did how did the thick noodle make you feel spiritually? It made me feel bad. I I didn't like it. I'd seen because I watched Garfield and then the lasagna and the Garfield cartoon looked different. Three, two, one. Earliest lasagna memory. I'm one year old. I I see my mother's face. She's holding lasagna uh, to my face. I want to to drink the breast milk, but instead she gives me the lasagna. I don't want the lasagna. You keep crying. <laughs> Keep crying. Earliest Garfield memory. Three, two, one. I'm six months old, and then I see the cartoon in the newspaper. I see the newspaper, and there's a, a cat. I like the cat. Three, two, one. Earliest Arbuckle memory. <laughs> John Arbuckle. He's done. He doesn't understand. You're a dirty Garfield. John Arbuckle. You're a <laughs> dirty a John Arbuckle. You He's are a, a dirty man. John Arbuckle. <laughs> bad i'm an arbuckle okay okay how do you feel now you can release oh my god wow i feel so much better oh that was such a i don't think i've ever cried like that before the amount of negative garfield energy you released is amazing i think one day you could achieve going orange there's no doubt in my mind really you think like just like Jerry Seinfeld? I I don't want to say this too early on, but I see I see a lot of Seinfeld in you. Welcome to the Museum of Shitty Guitar Solos. In this 80-hour audio tour, we'll take you through the tedium of the 1970s blues rockers to the face-meltingly mundane riffs of new metal. Be sure to stop by the Rotunda of Regret to hear recordings of yourself playing guitar when you thought no one was around. I think you might actually have to audit me now for that mistake, if you don't mind. Uh, I have to audit you now. You have to audit me now. Okay. Right, I'm gonna pass um, over the. I'm gonna pass over the three chords. <coughs> just stick I this put prong the in between your you. armpits, and then just okay. put this microphone up to my mouth. Oh, okay. okay. Now, what um, I need you to do is you're gonna ask me a very intimate question and then slap me on the face. Okay. Um. <clears throat> When was the last time that you um, touched your touched your loved one sexually? Well, oh, jeez, that's a good slap. Um, 
Well, let's see. It was about three years ago. We'd just seen the season finale of Lost. And uh, thinking about that polar bear, oof, that just got me real riled up. Just like, oof, man. Oh, just thinking about that mystery polar bear. So I, I took down her her who's who's the bo themed t-shirt i just I took it down like you know you how you take it off i took it down and um i don't want, i touched that collarbone i just oof. if mommy could see me touch that collarbone next when was the first time you touched her sexually okay this was this was about this was about six years ago we just met we were really excited we realized that we had oh, sorry i'm getting emotional we, we'd realized that we all had the same order of our favorite people from friends. It was, it was Ross, Rachel. Then it was, it was Joey. <laughs> then it was Phoebe. Just after we got to Phoebe, we couldn't, we couldn't stop. And before we knew it, we'd killed a child. We'd killed a child. When was the first time you got sexually aroused by a friend's cast member? Okay. So this is going way back. This is going back at least a good, jeez, it had to be, oh my god, 16 years ago now. It was, it was coming to an end, we could, we could all sense it, me, me and my brother, Delvin, we could just, we knew, we knew Ross was going to leave us, and Ross was just wearing this, this low-cut sweater, hoodie, vest combo that was just, was immaculate, and his collarbones that day, I had, I couldn't stop myself. With my, with my brother in the room, I I started touching my own collarbone, and I started rubbing. And I go, "Ooh, daddy, like, ooh, daddy, like," and oh, he's he's never looked me in the eyes again before. After that, it's just. Oh. Recall the first collarbone you've ever seen. Jeez. Oh my God, it all makes sense now. The first collarbone I ever seen. It was U.S. President Jimmy Carter. A picture of a—it a, was a picture of him on a, on a beach vacation. I said to myself, "I want to help the world like that man's collarbones is helping the world." Did did I admit to killing a child a few questions ago? And now, job candidate, you've reached the final threshold. Write one sentence that isn't racist using Hitler's typewriter. I, I, I can't. The the letters the letters are all racist. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're not focusing on that. We're okay, focusing on okay, collarbones yeah. right I now. Just, oof, man, I tell you, some crazy things happen during these sessions. Yeah, but that's not important. We're the collarbone thing is what we're trying to to really uh, focus in on. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was just Jimmy Carter had a really nice collarbone. I just said to myself, I want to have collarbones like this one day. And you know, I I can't hold it against myself. I've done my best, but I I like what I have. It's just uh, you know, it's like. It's like Jerry Seinfeld used to say all the time, like you can, you can tell a good joke, you can get a good cup of coffee, you can drive around in a car. You know what? We've we've built our all of our philosophies at, off that, and I have to say, I feel really good about what we've done today. That's that's the end of this session. Yeah, I think it was very interesting. I think we both went to some interesting places. I do. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm going to go uh, get my Volkswagen and uh, see about, you know, driving to the local handy place. So. All right. I'm going to head back down to the dungeon just to my cell. Sounds good. Uh, make sure you lock up after yourself, too. Appreciate All right. It. Thanks.
This episode of Brian Weekly was written and performed by Brandon Collarboner Kirkman, Kathy Dirty Arbuckle Fisher, Max Secret Racist Alphabet Eddie, and Michael Hello and Also With You, Arthur, who also does our music. Critics have been raving about Cormorantology, the hottest new cult on the streets, as well as in your homes and businesses. Critics have literally been driven insane by Cormorantology, and most have been committed to mental institutions. Please help these critics on their path to recovery by actively denying the existence of Cormorantology. If they don't hear or think about it anymore, maybe in time they will regain some semblance of the capacity for in-depth thought and analysis that once made them great at their chosen profession. To show your support for critics' ongoing recovery, rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Brian Weekly. Oh, we got that. Let me just turn down this uh, e-meter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> sorry, be me. It's we get them mixed up all the time. It's there's this other group you might you might have heard of them. Well, we don't need to get into that, but they knocked off our B movie meter, and it's, it's a little flub there. <laughs> <laughs>